the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Sis Boom Ba. The Steelers season starts tonight. Uh, actually, it's the uh, NFL season. Lots of exhibition games tonight. Uh, and with the big, big, uh, big deal tonight, it's the first time with male cheerleaders. Uh, we're going to have more on that later. <laughs> uh, there's already been one game, the Hall of Fame game, last Thursday. Uh, but the rest of the teams get started tonight. The Steelers are in Philadelphia, but it is the NFL season. And uh, the NFL is about so much more than football now. Actually, you could say it's almost become about everything but football. There are 12 games tonight, uh, and that means 24 teams playing. So that means uh, 12 national anthems. Everybody stood last Thursday night in Canton, and there were no uh, incidents that I know of. um, And I think that might have had something to do with uh, respect for the players, the Hall of Famers, and not wanting to distract from that. But... It's, it's only a matter of time before what happened during the anthem becomes a story. If not tonight, it'll, it'll be coming soon. But one good thing about training camps opening and games being played is the reduction in arrests. The players are too busy trying to get ready or win jobs to get into trouble, so you haven't heard too much of that. Um, there's some, but not, not a lot. Something else about exhibition games, they're a great example of why it's good to be a monopoly. The NFL is the only real pro football game in town, and it gets away with making fans pay big bucks for tickets to games that don't mean anything, played by players nobody really cares about seeing. That's an exhibition game. Uh, Nobody's playing tonight that you want to see for the Steelers. Very few, anyway. I mean, you want to see the rookies and everything, but it's not a real football. It's not a real NFL football game. It's better than it used to be until fairly recently. an exhibition game ticket costs the same as a regular season ticket. That changed, I don't know, a few years ago. But it's nice to have a monopoly and a stadium that was given to you by the taxpayers. The Steelers are worth $2.4 billion right now compared to something like $350 million before Heinz Field was handed to them uh, uh, corruptly and sneakily uh, by, the, uh, by the corrupt politicians at the time. And according to Forbes magazine, they're worth $220 million more this year than they were last year at this time. Now, I've never really heard a good explanation for why the major sports leagues have, uh, you know, either a monopoly or a, a virtual monopoly, which is what they have, and how that's good for the consumer. You know, uh, people in, what, uh, 24 regions around the country tonight are going to be watching the pro football team that represents their region. So how is it a good thing... For people living near cities like San Antonio, uh, Portland, Oregon, Birmingham, Alabama, Louisville, uh, and now even San Diego doesn't have a team. And for how many years did Los Angeles not have a team? And now they have two. Uh, Orlando doesn't have a team. Oklahoma City, Columbus, Ohio, Memphis. Those are pretty good-sized towns that would support a pro football team if you put one there. And how is it not a violation of antitrust laws for the NFL to have ESPN, uh, Fox, CBS, NBC all tied up with their games, not to mention they have their own network carrying games. Now, we're told all the time by politicians, and this is what we were told back when Heinz Field and PNC Park were were built, we're told all the time that giving teams like the Steelers uh, millions of dollars for stadiums, um, it makes sense because the teams are great for the local economy. Okay, I don't buy that or don't believe it for a minute, but that's what they sell you. So how is it that the NFL can have the only major football league and how is it that whatever it is that allows that monopoly to exist, and I still don't know how it get, they get away. I mean, there's an explanation out there somewhere, but it's I, I've never really understood it. So how is that the NFL allowed to prevent so many other cities from having a team to build a stadium for so that the people there can benefit from that big boost to the economy that the stadiums are supposed to give you? So by having a monopoly, they can't have it both ways. If, if having an NFL team is the greatest thing for your economy, and it's so great that you can give somebody a, a $500 million or a billion-dollar stadium, then why would you allow the league to prevent uh, other cities from 
from uh, benefiting from all that wonderful uh, economy and, and the stuff that comes with those stadiums that you give them. So maybe one of these days I'll find somebody who can come on the show here and explain. I don't know anybody right now, but maybe they can justify the monopoly that the NFL is allowed to have. Meanwhile, as I said, some history will be made tonight. For the first time, there will be male cheerleaders on the field at an NFL game. Now, if you check around on the Internet, you'll find that that's something that we're really supposed to be excited about. And what everybody on the Internet and everywhere else doesn't seem to realize is that, and I, I think I'm the only person who says this, and I, may, I don't think I'm the only person who's noticed it, but no NFL cheerleader has ever led a cheer. I've been to hundreds of NFL games, maybe thousands. I've, I've, I was on the sideline uh, as a sideline reporter watching the, the, the cheerleaders up close and personal. I've yet to see one lead a cheer. They've been on the sidelines now for a long, long time, and it hasn't been for cheering. It's been mostly about the cleavage, you know, eye candy. So, so for, for somebody to think that a, a male cheerleader is going to add to the game experience, uh, anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that uh, more in our last segment. And I'll tell you about a woman at Slate. She wrote a piece. Uh, she thinks adding male cheerleaders is just wonderful and exactly what the NFL needs. So we'll... Uh, trash that pretty good coming up in about 40 minutes or so but anyway coming up next we're going to talk about tailgating uh did you know that for the first time the steelers have an official tailgate provider yes they do it used to be you just pulled into the parking lot opened up the trunk cracked a few beers and there you were you were at the game maybe you know a few minutes you drank a couple beers went in and watched the game it's about a lot more than that now we'll talk to the tailgate guys when we come back Marley Financial has done it again. These guys are just fantastic. Many of you know or have worked with our friend Todd Marley at Marley Financial. You also know that they were the first and still the best option for individual health insurance providing both traditional and non-Obamacare plans. But now they're also offering the best group health plans in the nation. Typical savings of up to 40%. Small, medium, and even large groups, Marley has got you covered. Giving you and your employees access to national networks where you can go to any hospital, Highmark, UPMC, Mayo Clinic, or even Johns Hopkins. Marley gives you the power to choose what's best for you and your employees, whether they're W-2 or 1099 subcontractors, without the usual headaches of things like minimum participation or employer contributions. Call Marley Financial now at 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496. And find out what it's like to work with the most innovative agency in Pennsylvania. 724-884-1496 at MarleyFG.com. Don't pay double for your next home improvement project. Many companies are simply asking too much for windows, siding, and doors. You need at least three estimates. Just make sure Windows R Us is one of them. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofing, siding, doors, gutters, even shutters and downspouts. You'll love their no-pressure sales approach, straightforward menu-style pricing, and the absolute fastest turnaround in the business. Windows R Us offers multiple financing options and will match any competitor's price. No hidden costs or final invoice surprises ever. And they're no loophole, full lifetime warranty covers everything, including labor and glass breakage at no additional charge. Mention AM 1250 and get an exclusive 10% discount for listeners of this station only. Why pay double? Before you buy, visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. They're more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. People come in with health concerns and we try to address those at the root cause. At the Medicine Shops in Oakmont and Penn Hills, nurse practitioner Joyce Gibb has conducted over 3,000 consultations with pharmacist, mentor, and friend Joe DiMatteo. I actually got my nurse practitioner in family practice, and I've always wanted to practice getting to the root cause because in family practice, I felt like I was giving a pill for the ill. It's always pharmaceutical-based. You really didn't get to the main problem that caused the symptom. Just an example of you have heartburn. There's many reasons for acid reflux or heartburn, and some of those reasons could be not enough hydrochloric acid, where traditional medicine blocks that. And as we age, our body typically doesn't even make enough as it should to break down our food. And a lot of people want to get off their proton pump inhibitors, and we had a little protocol to wean that very slowly so they don't have rebound heartburn. Call for a consultation today. The Medicine Shop in Oakmont and Penn Hills. 
The future looks bright for conservatives with thousands in tax cuts, a booming economy, low unemployment, and the president's brilliant nomination of Brett Kavanaugh as Supreme Court Justice. Support this bright future and switch to Patriot Mobile's supreme cell phone service. Patriot Mobile is the nation's only conservative cell phone company and supports causes you believe in. Vote with your dollars on issues that you care about, like protecting your rights and the Constitution's originality, all by just paying your Patriot Mobile cell phone bill. While supplies last, enjoy a new Motorola E4 or an E4 Plus smartphone for only $4 a month. Save over 40% on a terrific water-resistant phone, perfect for the summer, and help bring about conservative change. Switch today by calling 1-800-APATRIOT or go to PatriotMobile.com. Again, that's 1-800-APATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com. Switch today and start making conservative change happen every time you use your cell phone. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, I'm old enough to remember when, when you were going to a football game, the object was to have your rear end getting ready to hit your seat just as the kicker on the opening kickoff was pulling his leg back. Um, my dad, when I used to go to games at uh, Pitt Stadium, that was, the, the, that was his routine. We were, we were sitting in our seats just as the, the guy's foot was hitting the ball, but that, uh, that changed a long time ago. In college football, uh, tailgating has become such a big part of it, uh, the game, game day and the experience and all that, that it really doesn't matter who the visiting team is. Penn State could probably draw a hundred thousand if Penn State, uh, if if Penn Hills High School was the opponent, uh, and tailgating in NFL games is a big deal. Fans start showing up in the parking lots uh, four or five hours before kickoff, maybe longer than that. It's become such a big deal that NFL teams now have an official tailgate provider. The Steelers have one. It's the Tailgate Guys, and Justin Acherno is the director of the Northeast Region for the Tailgate Guys. Justin, thanks for being here. Hi, John. Thanks for having me. Really hey, appreciate it. So, uh, you, uh, the producer Aaron tells me, are you in Buffalo for a game tonight? I am. Yes, uh, the Bills are playing the Panthers here tonight. So we're. Uh, I took a little bit of time out uh, of our setup. We've got about two hundred, two hundred people or so tailgating with us, and uh, it's going to be a great day. Beautiful weather out here. So, how do you get to be the official tailgate provider of the Steelers? Well, you know, it all started with uh, we, we were the tailgate provider with the Pitt Panthers last year, and, and we did such a great job of handling the guests and, and people understanding exactly what we do. Um, Heinz Field really wanted us to, to help them kind of cater to a different type of clientele, so we started doing uh, some concerts this summer. We were doing the Kenny Chesney show at Heinz Field, and, and really kind of they saw a different mindset of, of tailgating. We really tried to, to kind of clean that up a little bit, bring some legitimacy to it. And then it really just kind of made sense to, to really become the official partner of Heinz Field uh, when it comes to tailgating and, and being able to provide those services to Steel Nation all across the season. So what is, what is legitimacy? If I, if I, uh, you know, when is my, how, are you <laughs> ma- how are you making my tailgating legitimate? Well, what it, what it really does is it kind of takes the, the burden off of the fan. Uh, we, we provide really a hospitality service, but then also – um, based off of some of the rules and regulations that we like to impose, it really kind of eliminates any of the, the kind of roughhousing and rowdiness that sometimes happens in the parking lots. And so this is a full-time job. Absolutely. Now, I'm just wondering, um, if, if you are, if, if the tailgaters are staying outside right up until kickoff and eating food out there, they're not buying food at the concession stand, and that costs the Steelers and the Bills money if if they're not you know if they're not uh, buying the the food inside. How are they taking care of that way? How are they able to allow you guys to do that? Well, we, you know, our partnership it really is a partnership, and so in that partnership there are some some you know revenue shares and that sort oh, of thing. Okay. But at the end of the day, there's no you know it's really no different than what has been happening for a lot of years in terms of people were cooking their own food before. Um, and eating in the parking lots for breakfast and then still going into the stadium and, and buying the food and, and all that kind of stuff. So it really doesn't impact it as much as, as what you might think it, uh, on the front end. Um, but, you know, ultimately it's, it's us now bringing catering to make it a little bit easier for the fans. Now, whose idea was this? And how long has uh, tailgate, tailgate Guys been around? Sure. Our, our, we have two co-founders. Uh, they're both Auburn University grads. They started the company in 2009 in Auburn University. Um, and really, it started out as the first year, I think we had about 50 or 60 people that would tailgate with us each game. Now, in Auburn, which is our longest-standing property, there's 
of the 80,000 people that go to an Auburn University game, about 40,000 of them end up tailgating through our services. Wow. And then it really, then it really just kind of grew from there. Um, grew by one property a year down in the south, southeast, Texas areas. And 2017 really expanded by a lot. We went from six properties in 2016 to 17 properties in 2017. And we're going to be in, into about 40 properties by the time 2018 kicks off here in, in a little under a month. So, so you guys, not you personally, but tailgate guys are accommodating 40,000 people at an Auburn game? That's correct. That's pretty fascinating, isn't it? It's amazing. It's it's actually. I mean, I have no uh, interest in tailgating myself. I don't drink alcohol, and I, I, I wrote a book called "Just Watch the Game." So I'm I'm into just <laughs> you know showing up and seeing the game. But I understand that's a big deal. Um, but uh, this is a great American story that uh, two guys were able to look at what's going on in parking lots uh, all over the uh, the country. And come up with a way to monetize it this way, and and it's amazing that nobody thought of it sooner. I mean, this is, tailgating's been going on a long time. <laughs> you know, it, it's funny. I mean, it it really is a great story. At the end of the day, when you when you really look at what they were able to do and kind of get started and find a niche and really just tried to expand and grow with, with customer needs. At the end of the day, we really believe we're a hospitality service, and so the first year that we we did this, it was really a twenty by twenty tent and a ten by ten tent. And then it kind of expanded into catering offerings. And then it expanded into TV satellite distribution offerings. And so it really kind of catered to what the fans wanted. And so as that continues to evolve, um, that's how the business has really grown. And we're talking to Justin Achirno, the director of the uh, Northeast region for the tailgate guys, the official tailgate guys of the, of the Steelers. They provide uh, tailgating. So what does it cost me if I uh, call you guys up and I'm bringing some people down to the game? Yeah, we have uh, really four different kind of levels of, of packages from your basic, you know, 10 by 10 tent with some tables and a chair, or I'm sorry, chairs and a table, or all the way up to our Hall of Fame package, which is a 20 by 20 tent with TV, cocktail tables, all that kind of stuff. Wow. Um, it really ranges in price from about $400 for the, the, the smallest version up to about $1,500 per event for um, the Hall of Fame package. So. It, it, it really kind of can accommodate a variety of different sizes. We can put, you know, a couple Hall of Fames together to make a bigger one. You know, for example, here in Buffalo tonight, we have a group that was about 115 people. And so we have three of our different packages put together so that uh, they had enough space for all their groups. And we can handle as small as five to ten people all the way up to thousands of people, um, depending on exactly what the needs are. Hey, Justin, I've been to games in Buffalo. Are you, are you, guys, <laughs> are you guys packing heat? Because uh, they, they get a little. You know, it's, uh, it, it's funny. You know, I, I talked to our folks down in Auburn, and they actually get more requests from fans in Auburn uh, in 40 degree weather for heaters than we ever received in Pittsburgh last year. Well, I don't mean that kind of heat. I mean, are you are you, are you armed? Because those. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. But but uh, oh, you're talking about the Bills Mafia. I hear you. Oh, yeah, that's a, there's hey. <laughs> the, the, what time? We, get, what time's game time tonight? Seven o'clock? Eight o'clock? Yeah, game time. Game time is seven o'clock tonight. Okay, um, they probably started drinking we, yesterday about four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> you know, we all we, we joke in, internally too about uh, whenever we have a broken table from a site, instead of us throwing it away, we're just going to ship it up to Buffalo. <laughs> oh, that's so right. I, for I forgot market. about that. Explain that to people. The broken table. <laughs> I, I, I forgot about that. That's a that's a so, that's yeah, a tradition a, up there. Yeah, there was. Uh, I guess there was a barstool sports uh, crew that came up one one game last year, and they kind of trolled around some of the parking lots. And I guess there were uh, a few folks that were having a, a really good time, maybe too good of a time. And I guess they were jumping off uh, tailgates from pickup trucks, breaking into tables, kind of WWE style. Yeah, they were they were swan diving, landing face first on the table, yeah. and smashing. Them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and here's the thing, that stuff was happening at like 11 o'clock in the morning. Kickoff wasn't for two more hours, <laughs> you know. So, uh, so you know, throwing some hot dogs on a grill, it used to be uh, a big deal. That's not cutting it anymore. I mean, what kind of food do you, you know, clams, casino, what, what, what are they, uh, what, you know, uh, um, lobster tail? What are, you, what are you feeding these people? <laughs> so we, we have a variety of different options. Um, in Pittsburgh, we, for pit games, we partner with some local vendors. Um, Mo Southwest Grill, Badass Barbecue, 
um, the Bulldog Pub in Morningside. We also have uh, a vendor here uh, in Buffalo. We're working with the actual stadium vendor, so they can do anything from your, your simple hot dogs and hamburgers all the way up to if you wanted lobster tail and a birthday cake, they can do that for you too. Um, so it's really about finding great partners that can help you cater to the to the guest needs. Um, but, uh, it, yeah, it, that's, that's about it. We can kind of do a, a wider range of things. Well, do you have an exclusivity? Uh, I mean, what if I wanted to, to start catering to, to tailgaters at, at uh, Heinz Field? Do you guys have, a, have an exclusivity on it with the Steelers? From a marketing standpoint, we do. Um, and then, uh, you know, it's just a matter of where – where you, I mean, where you want to do it, and how the traffic flows, and that kind of stuff. So, our our partnership with the Steelers allows us to make some arrangement with you know traffic patterns and drop offs, and uh, working with the city on the permitting fees and, and the permits needed for that great lawn space that we utilize along the river there. So, um, help having that direct partnership really helps facilitate some of those other problems yeah now, what are the laws about uh drinking and you know there used to be open container laws uh, i i don't even know if they still exist i mean i'm not allowed to walk i don't think i'm allowed to walk down the uh smithfield street in downtown with a with a bottle of whiskey <laughs> chugging it but you how do you get around that or there, is there is a special dispensation on game days how's that work so for us what we do is we work with the, the city or the, the sports and exhibition authority and we end up, we obtain a permit. All of our alcohol is BYOB, so fans can bring their, their alcohol to the tailgate. It is um, cordoned off, uh, roped off, so that no alcohol that is open can leave our space. But we have a permit to be able to utilize that space um, with alcohol. But like I said, once once a container is open, it cannot leave our space. So the LCB is not going to allow you guys to, to tap a keg of beer and sell draft beer to anybody? You can't do that? No, yeah, we would... We don't have a liquor license or any of that. That property is not, you know, situated for that. So, yeah, Pennsylvania is very difficult when it comes to liquor laws. That's for sure. Now, you promise uh, hassle-free tailgating. So, when the, I don't know, the Steelers get next home next week? I guess they are. Um, what happens if a bunch of wild men wearing Ravens jerseys come strolling through, you know? Uh, and wanna... Yeah, we, we do have, yep, we have security on site. So, um, it, it, the security is there to help us maintain um, the, the atmosphere and the camaraderie that, that is necessary to have uh, an enjoyable experience for all our guests. Yeah, right. Well, you also clean up, right? So if I go down we there do. tailgate, I can just leave. Yep. When I'm so done. we have, yep, so our service is, um, five, the, the parking lot's all open five hours before game day, or before kickoff. So our tailgate site will open five hours before kickoff. By that point, all of our tents are up, the tables are ready, the TVs are on, everything's ready to go. Uh, you have access to the site for the five hours before kickoff. Uh, the Steelers are blowing them out at halftime. You want to come back out and hang out a little bit, you can do that all the way until about two hours post game, And then uh, you get in your car and head on home, and we clean it all up for you. And you were involved with the Kenny Chesney concert. Uh, speaking of cleaning up, are you still working on that? No, <laughs> no. See, that, and that's... That's what I mean by legitimacy. We our our site was the Great Lawn never looked better. Oh, okay. So you you don't you're not responsible for any of the trash because you that's you you got it cordoned off and that's your area over there. Yep. So we we deal with our trash and and we get it all cleaned up, taken away. And uh, I think the Sports and Exhibition Authority was pleasantly surprised at, at you know we we left the lawn in probably the same great shape that it was when we got there. Real quick, I got about twenty seconds. Um, how does how do people sure. get in touch with you guys? Sure. The the easiest way is phone number. It's four one two five two five four one two five or email us at Steelers at tailgateguys dot com. Hey, Justin, uh, have a good season. Don't get injured up there in Buffalo. And uh, thank you, sir. <laughs> hang in there. Thanks a lot, man. Will do. Appreciate okay. it. Okay, that's Justin Acherno, Northeast Region for the Tailgate Guys. So it's a big deal. I'm still okay with walking in, sitting down, and watching a football game. But, hey, somebody came up with a great idea that's working. Why not? We'll be back. With SRN News, I'm Val Dior in Bedminster, New Jersey. President Trump right now hosting a roundtable on prison reform. Surrounded by governors from both sides of the aisle, 
The president seated and listening to each and every invitee voice the successes seen in their states with recent focus on mental health issues, education, and overall giving the tools to prisoners to help set them up for success once released all at the table. Agreed. It's a good start. Vice President Pence says the time has come to establish a new United States Space Force to ensure America's dominance in space amid heightened competition and threats from China and Russia. Puerto Rico now estimating that Hurricane Maria killed more than 1,400 people. That is 1,400 people. That's far more than the official death toll of 64. That figure comes in a report to Congress seeking billions to help the island recover from the devastating storm. And the Dow closing down 75. For more details, srnnews.com. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. It's probably been about 10 years ago. I had quite a few credit cards. The interest on the cards was really high. I was making the minimum payments, but barely. And it was just getting to be too much, so I called Trinity. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976 to talk to a certified counselor. They met with me, and they were able to get all of my credit cards in one lower payment. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. They did help me learn how to manage my money. Now, you know, we have a house, and we're doing a lot better. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. My name is Holly, and I am debt-free for key. 1-800-990-6976. Mike Gallagher. The Mike Gallagher Show. There are plenty of good, solid journalists who do their best to report the news straight down the middle. But there are plenty of corrupt journalists who masquerade as news people who are actually advocates. They're trying to stop this presidency. And normal people know it. The Mike Gallagher Show. Weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250. The answer. Pennsylvania's union kowtowing prevailing wage law is an albatross around the neck of Keystone State taxpayers, good governance, free market competition, and economic growth. As the Allegheny Institute for Public Policy recently noted, if public projects are unnecessarily expensive, state and local governments are unable to tackle as many projects as they could and should. Learn more about why the state's prevailing wage law should be abolished at AlleghenyInstitute.org, where conventional thinking is challenged every day. From coast to coast, from sea to shining sea, it's a beautiful country out there. Discover it all in a new RV from Camping World, America's number one RV dealer. At your local Camping World, you'll find over 350 new RVs in stock, an ever-changing selection from America's top brands, including favorites like Coleman and Mallard of every class and size, all at wholesale prices. Say hello to a whole new world. Visit CampingWorldOfPittsburgh.com. This is Chris Abernethy of Abernethy and Hagerman. A state administration isn't something we do on the side. It's the heart and soul of our practice. Any attorney can write a will, but we have the experience to administer your estate plan properly to achieve the goals we all share, to protect your assets, minimize taxes, and ensure your inheritance gets to the ones you love. How you get there is specific to your situation. So let's talk. Abernethy and Hagerman. Legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit A-H. Law. Neighborhoods all over the country are on high alert after another one has gone missing. Taylor Alloway is on the scene. Despite the best efforts of law enforcement, the criminals remain at large. I spoke with the police moments ago. 96 elephants are lost every day. We just don't have enough of a force to protect them all against poaching. At the rate they're disappearing, there will be no elephants left to lose in 10 years. And that's a crime against us all. Stop the ivory trade. Fight the crime. Go to 96elephants.org. In traffic, we've got the answer. This delay is on the outbound Parkway East. It's all jammed up Forbes Avenue to Edgewood Swissvale. And on the inbound side, it's heavy from Forest Hills to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Parkway West slow inbound Green Tree Road to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. 51, an accident at Greenlee Road. And outbound 65 at the Fort Duquesne Bridge. Got a crash to watch out for there. I'm Jenny Robinson on AM 1250, The Answer. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Patchy clouds and muggy tonight with a low of 67 degrees. Tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine, humid with a shower or thunderstorm around from late morning on. High tomorrow, 80. 
Rather cloudy tomorrow night, a spotty shower, thunderstorm, low 65. And then for Saturday, remaining considerably cloudy with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm, 77 degrees. I'm meteorologist Danielle Niddle on AM 1250, The Answer. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5, The Answer. I'm a dog guy. Been one for as long as I can remember. I have two golden retrievers. Every day of my life begins with spending at least an hour with uh, my two dogs somewhere, usually in the woods. So I have zero patience for anybody who abuses dogs. That happens a lot at dog tracks around the country. Has been for a long time. There's a group called Gray 2K USA that's trying to eliminate dog racing in America. Carrie Teal is the executive director. So, Carrie, thanks for being with us. I'm glad to be on. Thanks for having me. So you're headed to an event that's uh, going to include the president's daughter-in-law. And uh, tell me what that's all about and what's Amendment 13 all about. Well, I think this might be the last bipartisan issue, believe it or not. Um, amendment 13 is is a constitutional amendment uh, in Florida that would uh, phase out greyhound racing over 26 months by 2020. It's being brought by an incredibly diverse coalition of animal protection groups, uh, local veterinarians, local animal shelters, and you know elected officials from from all over the state, and it's just incredibly diverse. I mean, you, you have the, the, the sitting attorney general, Pam Bondi, who, who's an amazing advocate for these dogs, uh, Laura Trump, joining you know, progressive lawmakers like Carlos Guillermo Smith, who might be the most progressive member of the state legislature. So it's, it's an incre- incredibly diverse coalition, and, uh, you know, we're, we believe that, that we're in a good position, and we're optimistic that in November uh, Floridians will vote yes for the dogs in Amendment 13 and phase out greyhound racing. And uh, and there are very few states left that have uh, greyhound racing, and Florida's one of them, right? And most of them are in Florida. That's right. You know, greyhound racing at one time, decades ago, was a large, influential gambling industry. It's, uh, it's undergoing a really catastrophic economic decline. Um, that The number of tracks has dropped from more than 70 to, uh, to, to 17, um, but it's now illegal in 40 states, and it's, it's clearly on a trajectory to, being, to disappearing completely. I, I think the question and the reason why we're fighting so hard for these dogs is the question is how long is that going to take and how many dogs are going to suffer in the meantime. You know, it's, it's an industry that, that we believe is cruel and inhumane. And you know, just to give you uh, a l- little bit of context about how these dogs live, um, there's little more than 5,000 dogs currently racing uh, at Florida dog tracks, which is where Amendment 13, of course, is being debated. And uh, all of those dogs uh, are kept in, in rows of stacked metal cages for 20 to 23 hours a day. Um, all the female dogs are given uh, anabolic steroids as a way of preventing a loss of race days, which would be cheating in any other sport, but is allowed in the greyhound industry. Um, many dogs suffer serious injuries, and we know that according to state records, a racing greyhound in Florida dies every three days. So, you know, I, I think all across the state, you know, voters look at this and say, I wouldn't treat my dog this way. And I think um, what my question would be: What took so long for it to for people to catch on that it, uh, that it's inhumane? Number one, and for people just to I don't know um, I don't know if it's just a generational thing. Uh, going to the dog track used to be like going to the racetrack, and nobody nobody was feeling guilty about it, you know, fifty years ago. But now, as you say, it's a dying business. You know, I I think the humane treatment of animals and, and dogs in particular is is part of the fabric is of who we are as Americans, really. I mean, it's, and, and that's, that's why I, I, I said at the start of your show that this is like the last bipartisan issue. Um, that's why. It's, it's because people really care about dogs. They're members of the family. And I, I, I think this industry was always a little bit outside um, our mainstream values, but I, I, I think it's found itself today, you know, completely outside our values. And then on top of that, you know, the marketplace has spoken. Um, if, if if there's this bizarre law in Florida which actually requires that greyhound racing continue, the state dog racing mandate, if that state mandate didn't exist, uh, greyhound racing would have ended years ago. I mean, the, the, these racetracks have become 
poker rooms that happen to have dogs running around circles with no one betting on the dogs. So, you know, the, the, the marketplace has spoken. Um, there clearly is, is broad uh, public support for phasing this out. Um, but, you know, change is hard. I mean, you know, change, you know, change, changes and something happens overnight. It, it, it takes time. So what's the daily routine of a dog that's racing at a, at a busy track? Sure. Well, uh, the, each each racetrack has a large number of dogs, uh, as many as a thousand dogs. They're they're kept uh, in these kennel compounds, which essentially have there's a guard shack or barbed wire fence, and inside this compound there there are uh, rows and rows of of, uh, of well, there are individual kennel buildings, and inside these kennel buildings there are rows of stacked metal cages. Um, so these kennel buildings can hold up to a hundred dogs. Um, the, the greyhounds are what's called turned out. In other words words, uh, put into a little sand pit and allowed to relieve themselves while muzzled, um, you know, three or four times a day. Um, you know, the, the, the turnouts are probably about 30 minutes each, maybe a little more, and the rest of the time they live in a cage. Um, they're fed what's called raw 4D meat, which is meat from downed animals that's being deemed unfit for human consumption. The industry feeds this to, to greyhounds because it's, it's very inexpensive. Uh, every two weeks, the female greyhounds are given shots of a drug called methyl testosterone, which which is a it's an anabolic steroid, and that that's a, that's where they can suppress their their estrus cycle and 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 uh, prevent a loss of race days for those dogs. The dogs race about every five or six days, um, depending upon the dog. So they you know most race days they're they you know I'm sorry most days they don't go to the track to race most days they're simply in the kennel compound and they don't go home at night with someone they they live in this industrial kennel compound uh, on race days they're put in a hauler in a cage they're shipped to the track at the track they're they're essentially entered into to the compound of the track they're put in a cage they're kept in that cage for several hours they're taken out they race for thirty seconds they go back in, in a cage, go back in the hauler, go back to the kennel compound, back in a cage. So it really is a life of confinement. Um, I've been to the kennel compound that's not far from you that services Wheeling. It's in Beach Bottom, West Virginia. It's a huge, massive kennel compound with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dogs. Um, and also, you know, when they're at the track, there, there, there is a risk um, that, that dogs face too. You know, according to state records, and since 2008, just in the state of West Virginia, there have been uh, more than 8,200 reported greyhound injuries, including almost 3,000 dogs who suffered broken, lo- broken bones, and the vast, almost all of those are broken legs, and 400 dogs that died. I, I'm a huge sports fan. If you told me that, that, that 400 NBA players had died over the past decade, I don't think that's something we would allow. Um, so, you know, the, the, the notion that this is some sport, um, when you have hundreds of its participants dying on the track, you have to ask yourself, is this a sport or is this a gambling enterprise that's using these dogs as numbers to gamble on and something that we shouldn't allow? Well, um, you mentioned West Virginia. And I was going to ask you about that. There is a track in Wheeling, and uh, I've known about that track all my life. Uh, and Wheeling was actually one of the only things that Wheeling was known for around here, at least for me growing up, was that they had a dog track. I mean, there was a, that was the only reason anybody, uh, one of the only reasons people had to go there. And, um, uh, and, and I'm surprised to find out from you that uh, there's some uh, typical government stupidity involved here where the people basically made it pretty clear they didn't care if it, if it went away, but the government not only kept it going, but funneled millions of dollars to them to keep it going what uh, yeah, why did that happen well it's it's it's, it's really a, an an odd story and you know i've i've uh, spent time in 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 west virginia the past uh, you know decade and it's 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 a beautiful state um it's been real you know just incredible to, to spend time there i i will say that both florida and west virginia did pass this very bizarre state law you're referring to. Uh, essentially, what happened was uh, the tracks came in and said to lawmakers, we want to have other types of gambling. And 
lawmakers eventually allowed them to have other types of gambling, but uh, in order to, they, they cut a political deal with the greyhound breeders, and in order to keep the greyhound breeders happy, they included a law which says in order for you to have gambling, casino gambling at Wheeling, you must race dogs. You, essentially, you must lose money racing greyhounds. And, and in addition to that, as if that wasn't crazy enough, in West Virginia, the law also says that you have to use tens of millions of dollars to subsidize greyhound racing. It's currently about $15 million a year. It waxes and wanes, but this is money that could be used for education, for law enforcement. And let me be clear, there is no longer any significant economic activity from greyhound racing. There's a lot of economic activity and a lot of, a lot of economic development happening in, in terms of the other gambling at these facilities. Um, but greyhound racing employs very few. It has a tiny economic footprint. Um, it, you know, the, 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 the industry has you know, used some of those subsidy dollars they're getting to, to make campaign contributions and to, to have people make studies and make these you know, really incredible economic claims. But, but everyone knows that greyhound racing is, is dying, it's in decline, um, and that dog racing is only continuing in West Virginia because of these subsidies. Uh, lawmakers um, have repeatedly tried to address this, and just a year ago uh, they passed a bill with huge votes in both chambers um, that, that would have ended these subsidies and ended this crazy dog racing mandate, and the governor vetoed it. Um, I, to, to this day, I, I don't understand that. I think that was just as bizarre as the original state dog racing mandate. But, you know, the, the, the situation today is you have, you know, this casino that happens to have a track, almost no one betting on the dogs, um, and yet, you know, dogs continue to race, continue to die on the track in wheeling while the greyhound breeders continue to enrich themselves with these subsidies. And, 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 and one last point before we go on, you know, the, the subsidies are going to a really small number of individuals. I mean, it was really a handful of greyhound breeders that are being enriched by these subsidies. It's, it's just c completely bizarre for a state that is, 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 is an incredible, beautiful state, but a state also that has had really difficult budget crunches. I mean, at the same time that the state is, is struggling to pay for basic services and pay for education, they're giving these huge subsidies to, to greyhound breeders. It, it just makes absolutely no sense. I mean, it's, it's like the state has gone to the dogs. Your government uh, dollars at work. You know, it's, it's one thing. You know, you, sometimes you'll see a, a government entity, whether it's a city, state, the federal, whatever, will subsidize something that's not profitable because of its... Um, uh, maybe it's historical significance right. because it's a, you know, kind of a trademark of the city or the state or, you know, something that maybe draws people. Even if it's not a great economic um, a factor, it might be just, you know, kind of a feel-good thing for the people in the state. They don't want to see a certain tradition go away. But we're talking here about a hideous um, industry that and for only a small portion of people, just the breeders to be making any money. I, I saw a story in the... When I was uh, researching this, uh, I think it was the Wheeling, um, uh, the, the Wheeling Intelligencer, or the, the newspaper. It's it said uh, it described the crowd. It said there were more dogs running than there were people sitting in the stands. And so, somewhere there's some breeder who's keeping these dogs in cages is getting a check from the government for this. Well, it, that, that's right, John. And you know, it's it's they really have diverted the process. I mean, you want to talk about the swamp, um, to, to switch gears for a moment and talk about Tallahassee. You know, we, we didn't, in Florida, to have a vote of the people, you have to do a constitutional amendment. And that's not something that anyone takes lightly. But we, you know, our side, the animal protection community, has spent the last decade in the legislature fighting for really basic reforms. And every single time, the greyhound industry has said no. We said, you know, we have data on injuries from West Virginia. You know, Florida has 11 dog tracks. All of their injury data is secret. It's like the industry's dirty little secret. So we brought a bill that simply said, let's publicly report on how many injuries there are. The industry opposed it. The next year, we came in and said, let's outlaw the use of anabolic steroids. Wouldn't you think that that is something even the industry would agree to? No, they opposed it. Uh, they even, their lobbyists even circulated a bill to legalize small amounts of cocaine in the greyhound industry because there were a bunch of 
Greyhound cocaine positives. And the industry's response wasn't, this is horrible, we're going to get to the bottom of it, we're, we're, we're going to find out what the problem is. Their response was, well, this is environmental contamination. You know, it, it's from people touching $20 bills that have microscopic amounts of cocaine on them, so we need to legalize, you know, you know small amounts of cocaine in Greyhounds, which, by the way, there's no science to back that up at all. So, you know, it's, it's, it's an industry that will not change, that cannot change, that wants to continue to exploit uh, dogs and, 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 you know, squeeze every last dime out of them they can um, and continue the subsidies. They, they, they want, I mean, they, they, they want the subsidies to continue for as long as possible. Um, so, you know, I, I, we're going to win this fight. There's no question in my mind that the animal protection community, all the civic groups, you know, you know, leaders like Attorney General Pam Bondi, Laura Trump, all, all of these individuals are coming together and giving the dogs a voice, and there's no doubt in my mind we're going to win. The, the question is, how many dogs are going to die in the meantime? Well, it's a good thing. Uh, thanks for being here, Kerry. It's, it's a good thing that I'm not in charge because when it was all settled, the people who were breeding the dogs would be spending a few, uh, almost several months living in cages and being allowed out to relieve themselves a couple of times a day, and that'd be about it for them. I appreciate you being on, though. Thank you, John. All right, thank you. That's uh, Kerry Teal of uh, Gray2K USA, and I hope he wins his fight. We'll be right back. Don't pay double for your next home improvement project. Many companies are simply asking too much for windows, siding, and doors. You need at least three estimates. Just make sure Windows R Us is one of them. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofing, siding, doors, gutters, even shutters and downspouts. You'll love their no-pressure sales approach, straightforward menu-style pricing, and the absolute fastest turnaround in the business. Windows R Us offers multiple financing options and will match any competitor's price. No hidden costs or final invoice surprises ever. And they're no loophole full lifetime warranty covers everything including labor and glass breakage at no additional charge mention am 1250 and get an exclusive 10 percent discount for listeners of this station only why pay double before you buy visit windowsrspittsburgh.com they're more than a window company they're the area's premier exterior replacement company windowsrspittsburgh.com This is Mike Howard, General Sales Manager at Salem Media Pittsburgh. You've heard me recruit for salespeople for quite a while now, always looking for professionals who just have to be in the sales arena because they love the hunt for new business, have those antennas up, and just simply know how to get appointments. Well, I'm here to tell you that is still exactly what I am looking for, but not just to be in radio. Salem Media Pittsburgh truly is much more, so much so that all of our team's titles have changed to Integrated Marketing Strategist. What that means is we now incorporate everything regarding digital marketing into our daily services, from web design to social media and reputation management, plus all things digital marketing, including retargeting, Facebook, SEO and SEM, and much more. So if the sales skills I mentioned before apply to you, plus you have a knack or even experience in digital marketing sales, you definitely need to contact us. Would you do that, please? Log on to SalemMedia.com and click the Careers link and search Pittsburgh to apply. Obamacare, Trump Care, ACA, COBRA. There are so many choices, but all seem to bring one word to mind. Expensive. There are lots of changes happening in healthcare today. Fortunately, I know someone that has been on the forefront of health insurance for years. Todd Marley at Marley Financial. Todd and his team of professionals are licensed with virtually every healthcare provider in the country. They help determine which plan is right for you and then expertly help you choose the best plan for your needs and then do so prudently. Don't need maternity coverage? Call Marley Financial. Have pre-existing conditions? Call Marley Financial. Want just catastrophic or just accident? You know the answer. Worried about the penalty? All of Marley Financial plans are penalty exempt because they know how to design the plans. Most of their clients save 30 to 60%, which can add up to several thousand dollars a year. Call Todd at Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496 on the web at marleyfg.com. How much do you spend on your pest control each year? 200 300 or even $500 or more? What if I said you could spend less than $25 a year, even less with promo code RADIO20? Then listen up. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free, and yes, it is possible to read your home or business of unwanted pests for less than $25 per year. The answer is Plug-In Pest Free. 
Our best seller, the Plug-in Pest-Free Pro, will cover up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair income. For just a one-time cost of only $249, even less with promo code RADIO20, you'll be pest-free for years to come. Log on to gopestfree.com today. Use promo code RADIO20 and start driving those pests away. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. gopestfree.com. That's gopestfree.com. Promo code RADIO20. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Okay, cheerleaders tonight, men cheerleading, and not actually cheering because no cheerleaders in NFL games ever have led a cheer ever in the history of the league. But uh, somebody named Christina Colarucci for Slate uh, said this about She thinks it's just wonderful. And this is my favorite part of her story. It's a long piece, and it made me want to throw up. But this is what she said. Uh, the presence of male cheerleaders may also force viewers to expand their personal conceptions of maleness and masculinity as they watch Hernandez and company, those are the cheerleaders, uh, execute the same sexy dance moves as the women by their sides. Uh, men make up a large majority of NFL fans, a captive, ready audience for a stealth masculinity re-education campaign. Let me just tell you something. If my son or grandson is watching this, I don't want him re-educated, Okay. Uh, and, and when you see these cheerleaders, it's actually a, it's almost like a parody of someone being an effeminate male cheerleader. It's it's beyond nauseating. Um, so this whole piece, she, she just goes on and says what a wonderful thing it is. And I uh, I saw this. I actually saw these two guys on um, Good Morning America when they first announced the wonderful news that they were going to become cheerleaders. And I, I really came real close to puking all over my kitchen when I was watching it. I, I, I don't know why I even was exposed to it. But they're going to be cheering tonight. And that's another thing you're going to be hearing this year, not just about the national anthem. You're going to be hearing about how wonderful it is that these cheerleaders are now, uh, men are now cheerleaders. And, and here's the thing about young men watching. If they're watching Christina, they ain't watching for the dancing. And they're not watching to be re-educated about masculinity. They're watching for the same reason everybody else has always watched. They aren't wearing many clothes, and they're women, and they like to look at them. Get over it. That's all they're there for. See you tomorrow. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.